This is Chris Brooks. Thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Be sure and subscribe for free so that you don't miss an episode. For more information, visit our website, equipradio.org. Chris Brooks here, and I want to thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Did you know that we are funded by the generosity of listeners just like you? Can you help us? Partner with the ministry of Equip by calling 888-644-4144 or on equipradio.org. Well, hey there, friends. Welcome to another exciting edition of Equip with Chris Brooks. I'm so thrilled that you've joined us today. Can you do me a favor? Strap on your seatbelt. We're going to navigate through the contours of culture, as always, with the lens of the biblical worldview on. But before we do that, let me remind you, this is the day that the Lord has made. He has given it as a gift so that you and I can rejoice and be glad in it. So let's do just that. Let's follow the words of the Apostle Paul. Let's rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Well, today I'm praying will be a day of healing for many as we take up a topic that we've been talking about for months now. The day is finally here. Today, immediately following the program is our Zoom webinar on church hurt. How do you survive church hurt? For some, the question is uh, not just theoretical, it is deeply, deeply personal. And I wanna talk to you about that today, leading up to our Zoom webinar. For those of you who have already registered, we'll start at the top of the next hour as soon as the program is over. But I've shared that uh, this particular undertaking might just be the most important topic that we have ever addressed here on the program. I don't say that to use hyperbole. I really do mean that, that I don't know if there is a more important, more significant area for us to address than the area of church hurt. It goes by many names. Uh, Some will call it uh, spiritual abuse. Some will call it religious trauma. But whatever name you call it, It is affecting millions upon millions of people. As a matter of fact, the most recent study I read estimates about 2.7 million Americans uh, would say that they have had to receive some support, some counsel, some therapy around this area of church hurt. A recent study done by Southeastern University on this particular topic stated this, that uh, it is reported that nearly Four out of 10, four out of every 10 non-church-going people in America, constituting about 37%, admitted that the reason why they avoid attending the church is due to negative past experiences endured in the church or by other church members. 37% of those who we hope to reach, hope to reconcile with, hope to re-engage in the church, hope to invite to faith for the very first time will tell us that the reason why they're not attending church, the reason why they avoid uh, being a part of the household of faith, the community of believers, is because of church hurt. Maybe you're in that number. And I want today to be a day of, um, of healing, a day where you take your next step of restoration in Christ. So here's what I've done in preparing for 
uh, today's Zoom webinar and the topic of church hurt, I've tried to approach it from a 360 perspective. What do I mean when I say a 360 perspective? Well, those of you who work in a, a job that does job reviews, you'll know what a 360 review is. That is getting feedback on a particular person or a particular event or topic from a superior, from a coworker who's uh, on the same level as you, and also from someone who uh, has worked uh, under your leadership, uh, a subordinate, if you will. Well, in many ways, I've tried to take that same approach to this topic. I have uh, talked to and read and listened to pastors and leaders as they talk about their journeys with this topic, both hurt that has been caused by their hands as well as hurt that they've endured as a leader. I'm going to talk a lot about that later this afternoon. I've also talked to counselors, those who are sojourners who have come alongside of folks who have been hurt, mishandled by leaders in the church, mishandled by members of the church as well. And I've tried to listen to those who have been called upon to help people to walk the journey of healing and restoration. But today I'm going to ask for your help because there's a third leg to this uh, stool, if you will, and that is hearing your stories directly. Maybe you've experienced church hurt. Maybe you know what it's like to experience uh, the betrayal, the disillusionment, the pain of being mistreated, abused, manipulated, harmed at the hands of leaders in the church or members of the church. To see those cries for help or justice or relief or remedy ignored Maybe this is a huge pain point for you. Now, I want to be sensitive in how we proceed, but I want to open up the phone lines to hear from those of you who are at a place where you feel that you are healed enough to talk about it, about what happened and why it happened and what you've been doing that has helped you to hold on to your faith in God. You'd be willing to call at 877-LIVE-675. I promise you that this will be a safe place for you to be able to, uh, to share what was the cause of the church hurt and what has helped you to hold on to your faith in Christ in spite of what you've endured. Now, I'm sensitive to the fact that I recognize not everyone is at a place of healing where they can talk about it, to even mention it is too overwhelming emotionally. The wounds are too fresh uh, or too deep in your heart. And I just want you to know that today is a day of prayer and intercession as well. I can't falsely promise that I have an answer for every story that I'm sure we'll hear. Uh, and, I sh and I'm sure for some to hear these stories will be difficult. But yet, I do believe that in processing through uh, in light of God's word and in remembrance of the character of Christ, I believe that uh, many can be healed. And that's what my hope is. My hope is that for those of us, because I include myself in this number, that have experienced pretty deep, pretty significant church hurt, that today can be a day of healing. The phone number is 877-548-3675. 
again, I would love for you to call, and, and that includes those of you who would rather remain, remain anonymous. I respect that. But I think in the sharing, uh, there's something powerful that can happen. Why do we share? We share so that that type of hurt won't be perpetrated on anyone else again. Before we go to the phone lines, I want to do something uh, that we don't do often here on Equip. I want to share a song. It's a song that I came across recently. It's sung by an artist named Matthew Hammett. I hadn't heard of Matthew before hearing this song, but his song is simply entitled Church Hurt. And I want you to listen to these lyrics as he shares, as we reflect on our own journeys and how we can hold on to our faith in Christ. Here's Matthew Hammett, Church Hurt. Thank you. 
Matthew Hammett was the artist, the song Church Heard, I think captures so well the experience of so many. I love the last verse of that song where he turns the song to Jesus. And he reminds us that Jesus experienced deep hurt and pain at the hands of uh, the church, at the hands of the very people he created. It reminds me of the words of the prophet Isaiah. Maybe you're familiar with these words, Isaiah chapter 53, verse number three, referring to Jesus, the Messiah, who at that point was to come. Now we, we know exactly what Isaiah was talking about, looking back at the cross and all that led up to the cross. It says, he was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and as one from whom men hid their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But it goes on to say, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds, we are healed. Jesus is not a high priest, the scripture says, that cannot identify or relate to our pain or our suffering, but he is one who has endured all that we've endured, but yet without sin. That tells me that even though I've gone through church hurt, even though you've gone through church hurt, it does not have to lead to broken fellowship with God. It doesn't have to lead to the abandonment of what we know to be true about our calling in Christ. We can remain faithful to Jesus. God can redeem our church hurt. Let's go quickly to uh, Jeff in Pompano Beach, Florida. Hey, Jeff, thank you for calling. Wanted to fit you in before yes. our first break. What's your, what's your story, my friend? Oh. Um, I was uh, I just uh, went to a, I was going through depro- depression bouts uh, pretty much all my life up to that point. And I was pr- 21 years old. Uh, I'd been through the Navy and I'd been through high school and all that. And, uh, but I was going through these depressions it would hit me at least every other year. Sure. So anyway, I didn't know God yet. So, but I, I needed help cause I could try to commit suicide the week before I, this mm. event happened with the, I went to a church anyway. He, I said, well, so I told, I told him my problem. So instead of, so he says, well, you need, uh, he didn't say, do you need Christ? Do you know what Christ is all about? Do you know what he did for us on the cross or anything at all? He just says, well, I think you should go see a good psychiatrist. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, as I think about the fact that so many have turned to the church for help and have been referred instead of to Christ, to therapy, I realize how wounding that can be, but I pray that today you will know that Christ is your healer. We're going to take a break. We'll be back, and we're going to take more of your calls right after this. Joy is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit, but how do we find joy and reflect it to others? Through in-depth research and powerful stories, the four habits of joy-filled people proves that we are scientifically and spiritually wired to live a life of joy. 
and it provides the practical steps to get you there. The Four Habits of Joy-Filled People is yours with a gift of any amount to equip. Simply call 888-644-4144 or go to equipradio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. Very important day today. We're talking about church hurt. It's a topic that I wish we didn't have to talk about, but yet the reality is, is that we are all fallen people, imperfect people serving a perfect Lord and proclaiming a perfect gospel. So how do we reconcile those two? I think the answer is a proper understanding of the gospel. When we properly understand the gospel, we recognize that even pastors and leaders are human, flawed, and uh, my prayer is that we'll approach a topic like this recognizing that um, every single one of us has probably uh, been hurt and has probably caused hurt. And I hope that that gives us enough humility to be able to extend grace at times you know, as a leader, and I've been a pastor for nearly 25 years now, um, I think about the fact that in uh, my growth and development as a leader, there have been times where I look back and I say, man, I wish I would have handled that better. Uh, uh, there are times when I look back and I say, uh, wow, I, I can only imagine how disappointed a person must have been because I didn't handle things as well as I would have hoped. But I also can tell you of many times where I've been on the receiving end of um, a leader's bad decision or the church's uh, mishandling and mistreatment. As a matter of fact, one of the big areas we're going to talk about in today's webinar is how leaders are hurt, the woundedness that leaders live with when they're only looked at as the gift that they bring to the table or when their families are neglected and mistreated or when the church just doesn't know how to care for their souls or when someone walks out of the doors after years and years of relationship without explanation, without conversation. So as leaders, there are so many wounds that are experienced as well. And so we want to do all that we can today, whether you are a leader who's leading with church hurt or you have been a member who left because of church hurt, we want to pray for you and to hear from you. The phone number, 877-548-3675. And if this is going to be redemptive at all, my question is, how have you held on to your faith in Christ in spite of the hurt that you experienced? Let's go to Deidre, listening in Franklin, Tennessee. Hey, Deidre, thank you so much for calling today. So what's your comment? Hello, Chris. Thank you, Chris, for taking my call. My comment is this. Uh, many years ago, um, my husband and I, the man that I was married to, uh, we were having many different problems. And we would go into the church and we would get counseling in the church. 
And what ended up happening was most of it was pointed at me. I was always the problem. So I tried to uh, address that and fix myself, and, and I would go to different groups, and and eventually the, the problems didn't get better, and eventually we got a divorce. Well, when we separated, because his family was active in the church, they were in leadership and the praise and worship and administration, um, when we got divorced and we separated, every single one of those individuals in that church turned their back on me. And I was, I was devastated. I didn't think, when I'm talking, everyone, everyone, I was out there alone having to navigate now mm-hmm. going through the separation and then, then going through a divorce. And so, you know, on top of that, my brother died. So it, it, there was a, a, you know, many several things that happened. And what I ended up doing, instead of drawing closer to Christ, I pulled away and I started to immerse myself in my work. Uh, immerse myself in my activities like hiking. And I did that for years. And I started to read books on like, um, uh, you know, the God within us. So I started pulling away from my faith and and seeking ways to regroup and recoup from this, how to put my life back together after 17 years of marriage to a man that I thought was a Christian. And what I came to realize is that all those other ways of searching for an answer, they they were nothing. They were pointless. It was when I renewed my relationship with Christ and started getting into looking at him and not people in the church. And that's where I found the joy in Jesus Christ. And I saw the Lord constantly before me, and he was my right hand. And this comes from Acts chapter 2. 25. So um, the Lord has restored me, renewed me, and, and opened my eyes that not everyone in the church is, is genuine and authentic. There's a lot of superficiality. But in, in regards and in, in, in spite of that, it is it, I, taking my eyes off of people, even though I felt abandoned. And the Lord had to heal all of that, and he's the only one that can do that. He's the only one that can fill the throne-shaped vacuum of our hearts. So, you know, it, it's possible to heal, uh, to forgive, and forgiveness is so key to this, forgiving every single person that um, the Lord brings to mind and that you asked, asked that he brings to mind that you forgive. Forgiveness is key to moving forward. Wow. Wow. I, I mean, so much of what you just said is is powerful, and it comes from someone who has walked through some pretty painful days and has by God's grace come out on the other side. I want to say to you, Deidre, thank you. Thank you for just being willing to uh, share. And uh, I also want to say to you how sorry I am that you um, experienced both the pain of a relationship that um, hurt um, with your husband, but also the community that should have embraced you not being there for you. It sounds like so much healing has taken place. But if you don't mind, I would love to pray for you as well. Is that okay? Yes, thank you. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for Deidre. I thank you that her testimony is that she has searched. She searched for answers and healing and hope and peace in so many other places. Yet she found 
that life is never found among dead things, that uh, life is found in Christ and in Christ alone. Lord, I pray that you would continue her healing, that you would show her your faithfulness, that you would remind her that in spite of the failures of humanity, that you are still good and that you are trustworthy. Help her to understand to the degree that is appropriate, Lord, why things happened the way that they did. And maybe just maybe, like with the cross, your intent, Lord, is through the suffering she endured that many would be healed. Maybe her testimony today, being heard by others, will be the very thing that delivers them from the path that will only lead to further damage and hurt to the path that leads to eternal life. And so, Lord, I pray that you would also allow Deidre to find herself in Christian community, experience healing and blessing as well. Be with our sister, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you, Deidre, for calling and for having the courage to share. We're going to take more of your calls, and I see calls coming in from all over the country, from California to Florida to Illinois and points in between. The phone number is 877-548-3675. That's 877-LIVE-675. Again, the question is, what is your story of church hurt? But even more importantly, how have you held on to your faith in Christ in spite of what you endured? When we come back, I, I got a very famous book I'd like to recommend to you. It's a classic, and it's one that I think captures the intent that our adversary has behind our church hurt. Though church hurt is a part of your story, it doesn't have to be what defines the rest of your story. Today, we pray, will be a day of healing. Visit our website, equipradio.org. Stick and stay. Much more to come right after this. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. Today is a very important day, very special day. Today we are healing from church hurt. That's right. Your church hurt is real. It needs to be acknowledged. It needs to be affirmed. But it does not have to be the most defining part of who you are. And it does not have to lead to the severing of relationship with the God who loves you or the community he's given to care for your soul. We'll talk about that more in just a moment. But if you've been blessed by the program, can I stop and, and ask for you to prayerfully consider standing with us today? If Equip has been an encouragement to you or ministered to your heart, if you've grown by the wisdom of the guests that we've had on or a resource has ministered God's grace and truth to you, can you stand with us today? Your tax-deductible, generous year-end gift will help us to have a testimony of both spiritual impact as lives are being changed and good financial stewardship. The phone number to call 
to give a gift of $50 or $100 or more uh, is 888-644-4144. That's 888-644-4144. We're going to go back to the phone lines in just a moment. So if you're online, please hold. We'll get to as many of your calls as possible. But I do want to reference a book, and it's a famous book. I've referred to it in previous uh, episodes of, of Equip. It's simply called The Screwtape Letters. The Screwtape Letters. It's one of the most famous books by author C.S. Lewis. And uh, in this book, to give you some context, it's a fictional book. And it is uh, him capturing letters that is written from a senior demon to a junior demon about how to keep someone away from Christ, how to keep them from faith in Christ. There's so many powerful lines in this fictional book, but one that I would love to share with you today is simply says this. It does not matter how many offenses the person endures or how great they are, provided that the cumulative effect is to edge the man away from the light and out into nothing. He goes on to say, Hell is gra- is a gradual one. The gentle slope, soft underfoot, without sudden t- uh, turnings, without milestones, without signposts. I want you to understand what makes this so so powerful of a quote to me. It's his statement that it's the cumulative effect. Sometimes our church hurt is um, not one major event. It is the cumulative effect. And it mounts. And you look up, and one day you've decided, I'm done. I'm not going back. I've been hurt too many times, disappointed too frequently. I'm not going to remain in fellowship. I don't think it's worth it. And maybe you're processing some of those thoughts, emotions, right now, even as you listen to me. I want to remind you of what your enemy's ultimate goal is. And even though most of the time when we talk about or think about Church hurt. We're thinking about it on a horizontal level. We think about the people who perpetrated it, those who mistreat us, mistreated us. We can never lose sight of the vertical aspect of this. We can never lose sight of what God hopes will happen, but also of the spiritual enemy we have. Your spiritual adversary has one goal in mind, and that is to separate you from the light as he states in the book, The Screwtape Letters. It is to keep you from faith in Jesus. And if you have put your faith in Christ, it is to rob you of the joy of that faith in Christ. But God, on the other hand, wants to prove to you that there is no hurt on earth that heaven cannot heal. That's God's desire. He never says we won't be disappointed. He never says persecution or woundedness won't come. As a matter of fact, he promises that those who live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. We're going to go through hurt living in the fallen world. But he also promises that he will never leave us nor forsake us. He also invites those of us who are weary to come unto him. We can be healed. Let's go to Deborah, who's listening in Illinois. Hey, Deborah, thank you so much for listening to Equip. What's your comment today? Uh, thank you very much for taking my call, and and I highly endorse that book too. That was uh, that was very eye opening. 
Um, my comment is that uh, one of the ways that I got over um, or processed uh, the hurt was I started praying for the individual. Mm. And, mm. With, and with that, um, the other thing is uh, I came to the realization or was given the realization that grief takes its own own time and it, you don't tell it when it's over, I, um, it tells you. Yeah, you know, somebody who has uh, been on a journey of grief myself, in particular over the past four years, pretty intensely, four or five years, pretty intensely, I, I would tend to agree with you um, that, that grief is not something that we have um, much power over to tell how long it can stay in our lives. However, I will say this, that I do believe, uh, Deborah, there are things we can do or not do that will either um, bring more readily our healing or slow it down. And I think one of the things you just named is one of the most powerful signs that God, by his grace, has healed you. It's the fact that you can pray for someone else. The fact that you can lift another person who once hurt you or wounded you before the Lord, man, that is a powerful sign that God's grace is at work in your life. I appreciate you giving us a call, Deborah. So grateful for you, and I do pray that the Lord will continue to use you to be a blessing to many. The phone number, 877-548-3675. I want to do something else before we go to our next call, and that is to open up the phone line for maybe one or two of you who are brave enough to call to say, I was the person who caused the church hurt. And this is how God helped me to come to a place of repentance to help to spur on the healing of others. Maybe church hurt is a story that's a part of your life because you, through a series of bad decisions or immaturities or weaknesses in your own life, caused pain in, in the life of others. But yet God has brought you a mighty long way. I'd love to hear from you at 877-548-3675. Let's go to Canada. Jennifer is listening in Canada. Hey, Jennifer, thank you so much for calling Equip. What's your comment? Well, I, I was raised as a pastor's kid, <laughs> so I never, ever really enjoyed it. Um, I felt like I had to live in a bubble, and I felt like there was a lot of judgment on my life if I didn't do something right or whatever, right? Cause yeah kind of feels like being your pastor's kid, you've got to do everything right. You can't make no mistakes. <laughs> and so that really turned me off from church for quite a few years. I became bitter to church. And, um, yeah, it's made it really hard. Oh, and you I know, I, I, I'm grateful, Jennifer, that, that you gave a call because I'm a pastor. And uh, my children are walking in your shoes. And, uh, man, as they get older, my children are younger, but as they get older, they tell me what, honestly, uh, I, I haven't been able to see it without them telling me, and that is what life looks like from their perspective, the expectations 
that they didn't ask for, the pressure that they feel and perceive. And um, we as pastors often sense this call from God, and we say yes to that call from God. But I think it's important, as I listen to you, Jennifer, and I hope other pastors who are listening hear your voice loud and clear, for us to recognize that when God calls a person, he's calling a family. He's calling the entire family, and there are implications for the entire family. But I do pray, uh, Jennifer, and I want to pray for you if you don't mind, uh, but I do pray that you'll be able to experience healing from that because I am convinced that God loves you so much and um, don't know your parents, don't know uh, your family, um, but I'm persuaded to believe that if they could have prevented some of the pain that you went through, all of the hurt that you've gone through, that they would have done things to do that. But I pray that just as a previous caller uh, shared, that you would experience the love of Christ in such a deep and meaningful way that it would bring healing in your life and that you would have a renewal of your faith because you could be such a powerful voice for God and I'll just say this last thing, and then I'll, then I'll pray for you, and that is the church needs you. We, we need you, Jennifer. We need your voice. You can help us to care better for the children of pastors and leaders. You can help us to see things that we don't see, not because we want to willfully ignore them, but because maybe no one said it quite like you just did. And so I do want to say thank you, Jennifer, for being brave and courageous enough for calling. And I want to remind you that God's not done with you yet and that he loves you very, very much. Father, I thank you for Jennifer. It wasn't a mistake the family she was born into. And though the road has not been easy, things have been hard. I pray that you would begin to tear down the walls of resentment and pain that you would uproot bitterness, and that Satan's plan for Jennifer's life would not prevail. We know our enemy has but three agendas, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. His desire is to separate Jennifer from you, the only one who can give life both now and into eternity. His desire is that she would be so gripped by bitterness and pain, she would miss joy. I pray for her to experience joy. I pray for her to experience peace. I pray that even now you would birth purpose in her heart. That you would remind her that you have called her, that you love her, and that your plan for her is still intact. Bless Jennifer, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Friends, uh, this Zoom webinar, again, as I shared before, is, um, in my humble opinion, the most important topic that we've ever undertaken. And I pray that it is not lost on you, our commitment to reaching men and women who don't know Christ or who have been so hurt that they've left the fold. To support the program, go to our website, equipradio.org. We'll be right back.
from Equip, it's our goal to help listeners like you to understand and apply biblical truth to the issues we encounter in our culture, our community, and our homes. But we need your help. Will you join our family of Equippers by making an ongoing monthly donation to Equip? When you do, you'll have exclusive access to regular encouragement from me, as well as our Equipper webinars and other special offers. Become an Equipper today. Call 888-644-4144 or visit EquipRadio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. So grateful for those of you who have uh, supported the program. And I just want to say thank you for not only you listening every day, but you uh, supporting the program. So Felda from uh, Inkster, Michigan, thank you for your monthly partnership. Mary from Warrenville, Illinois, thank you for your gift to equip. Tracy from Bloomingdale, Illinois, thank you for becoming a monthly partner. We certainly could use your support as we close out the year. We want to finish strong. We want to again have a testimony of God's grace and uh, and also of good stewardship. I think every Christian organization should strive for that. Uh, to support the program with your generous tax-deductible year-end gift, just dial this number, 888-644-4144. Now again, just want to say, as I've often said, if you are new to the program, if you are just starting to listen, you just listening is gift enough. I don't want you to feel any pressure. But for those of you who have been listening for some time now and you've been encouraged, or if you sense the Lord just uniquely urging you, nudging you to support the program, I would just encourage you to follow through on that. What I've learned in my life is that on the other side of obedience, there's always a blessing. So I do pray that you will experience the joy and blessing of advancing the gospel in your community. That's what your gift does and helping others to be better equipped to live, share, and defend their faith. The phone number, 888-644-4144, or go to equipradio.org. I'm going to go to Kimberly in Lakeland, Florida. Hey, Kimberly, thank you so much for calling today. Appreciate you listening to Equip. What's your comment? Uh, yes, uh, uh, the comment is about the, the church hurts, and it is an accumulative thing. I was going to this church. I've tried to go to it for many, many years. Um, they would. I did it, made a donation for the nursery. They were going to start having a nursery. So I went out and bought a bumbo, which was for the nursery. I found it dumped out on the ground during their next food pantry day for mm. the homeless. Mm. I um, would ask questions during Bible study, and the pastor would roll his eyes and treat my question as if it weren't a legitimate question or me searching for knowledge, and I would often leave Bible study crying. I was diagnosed with terminal cancer. Nobody's come to my home to, to work with me. Nobody came to the hospital to see me. Uh, and I told them I, I can't walk due to the cancer, but I do have a scooter. If someone helps me, I can get on the scooter and come to service. No one has offered to help me. So I just felt wow. like I wasn't even wanted or welcomed in this church. I have I turned away from God for quite a bit. You know, I stayed in touch with God, you know, talked to him. But I was deeply hurt, and, and, 
and grieving for the place that I thought was my safe place. I have recently found a new church with my daughter where she's going, and it's a huge church. And I do like the the small churches, but that isn't how it worked out for me. They treated me terribly. You know, first off, my heart is so broken for the story you just shared. Uh, But yet I know that you're sharing a story that is all too common. And I know there are many who are listening to us right now who uh, would probably say, Kimberly, that's my story as well. I am also extremely grateful that your daughter invited you to her church and you're experiencing what you should be experiencing. I just want to say this. One of the things that Paul, the Apostle Paul, tells us in Philippians chapter 1 is not everybody is preaching the gospel or not every church is started for the right reasons. In Philippians chapter 1, verse number 15, he says, Some indeed preach Christ even from envy and strife, some also from goodwill. The former preach Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my chains, but the latter out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. So here Paul is saying some are actually not healthy, but yet they have formed a following. They are seemingly preaching the gospel message, but yet all they're doing is adding to his pain or adding to the pain of others. I wish I could tell you that every church was healthy, which leads me to a point that I think is very, very critical. Hear stories like Kim's story, Kimberly's story. Not as justification to say, well, I'm never going to trust God or I'm never going to be a part of a church. I don't think that's the point. I think the point is we need to do the best job we can to ask the right questions on the front end. To ask questions like, um, what is the fruit or the evidence of the spirit at work in this church? Is there tangible expressions of love? What is the system of caring for the hurting, the weak, the sick, the shut-in, those who are special needs families? I would want to know that of every church, not just the music, not just how great of an orator the pastor is. Is there a process in place for if I am wounded, mistreated? Do you have systems in place? Is there accountability for the pastor and the leaders when others have brought their stories of pain to you, how have you responded? Those are just a few questions that I believe that can prevent church hurt. I pray that this has been a healing program for you. I also covet your prayers as we now transition to prepare for our Zoom webinar. If you are registered as a monthly partner for our Zoom webinar, or if you got one of those free passes to come, join us at the top of the hour. For all of you who have listened today, be encouraged and know that though church hurt is real, so is healing. Until we're together again next time, as always, remember, Equipped with Chris Brooks is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.